Welcome to Outside the Box, a mental health initiative striving to end the stigma surrounding mental health. Welcome to this week's episode of Outside the Box. I'm featuring Sam G, a 2023 advisory board member for Born This Way Foundation. The foundation was founded in 2012 by Lady Gaga and her mother, Cynthia Germanata, to support mental health of young people and work with them to build a kinder and braver world. Welcome to this week's episode, Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Tell me about, before we dive into your role in the advisory board, how you heard about this, why this was important to get involved with. Yeah, absolutely. So my first exposure to Born This Way Foundation was through social media, um, through both accounts that they are primarily using. Well, uh, good friends of mine were actually featured on Channel Kindness, um, which was really, really cool to see. But then digging a bit deeper into um, kind of the the goals and objectives and really the story behind Born This Way Foundation, it, it was kind of a no-brainer to, to try to get involved in some capacity and it just so happened at the time um, that applications for um, the advisory board were open. So uh, it, it really seemed like a perfect fit. Um, and it was something that I was really, really excited to apply for, let alone be a part of. Um, and I guess kind of uh, the rest is history. And it's it's really been a pleasure to be uh, a part of the organization since, uh, since I was accepted. Amazing. Um, during the pandemic, were you personally, and I'm not taking a deep dive into your personal life, but did you find that this was the perfect opportunity to lift you up as far as your own mental health? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that I found to be incredibly helpful when supporting my own mental health is, is being a part of organizations like this and being able to um, really be at the forefront of some of these conversations um, revolving youth mental health and um, youth well-being in general. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt that's really given me some kind of like sense of purpose um, and sense of um sense of belonging and connectedness to others, which in turn is has really kind of done wonders for my mental health. Um, and the fact that it is so like interconnected with mental health and mental well-being, something I'm incredibly passionate about is yes. is really just a cherry on top and, and makes it all so incredibly special. One of the things that you said about purpose-driven initiatives and uh, power of connection is really important for mental health. There's a lot of research on how those two things can lift people up mentally. Could you share maybe perhaps some of the things your generation is struggling with as far as mental health? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there are so many different things that I think uh, Gen Z or, or maybe people my age are struggling with. It's really, really difficult to, um, to narrow it down to just a few challenges. Um, of course, um, depression and anxiety rates um, will always be higher because those are essentially base rates for depression and anxiety within the population are, are pretty high compared to other psychological disorders when comparing them to something like um, schizophrenia or dissociative identity disorder. Um, but I think there's really one kind of emerging theme with a lot of those challenges. Um, and I think uh, going back to that idea of, of connectedness um, to others and community building, I think um, with the emergence of social media, I think the discussion around mental health and social media is a lot more nuanced and a lot more complicated than most people think it is. I think a lot of people tend to believe that social media is just this unbelievable net negative 
Um, why are we allowing um, young people to engage with these apps and the ways in which they are? When in reality, research is showing that um, social media can be a great tool for community building. Um, and, uh, you know, really when when people are seeking to uh, foster a sense of connectedness with others, social media is a great place to do that. And I think Born This Way Foundation has really exemplified that um, with both channel kindness and the um, uh, and the main Born This Way Foundation account. Um, it's incredibly clear the uh to see the community that they've built and been able to foster and and I think that in turn has really um supported or been able to support the mental health of of um of young people with that being said social media uh like I said there are definitely two sides of the coin it can be a negative when used improperly and um there's a lot of uh, that discussion of oh what's proper social media use can get quite tricky quite uh quite quickly sure. um and then of course uh, and of course, inevitably, there's um, the pandemic, which I think disrupted a lot of that connectedness um, between um, whether it's classmates or teachers, um, just other peers. Um, and then also, I think as far as um, uh, as far as mental health challenges go, one thing I don't think people talk about enough is this idea of like learning lag um, and how falling behind in certain classes or certain subjects um, and those gaps have led to, you know, future stress, stress that we're seeing now um, when those individuals right. do fall behind. So there, are, there aren't necessarily a few specific mental health challenges, but I think they all kind of revolve around yes. this idea of like connectedness yeah. um, or lack thereof. You touched on a lot of great points, especially, you know, social media. I've been hearing a lot of things like different states or school boards, they want to sue different apps and programs. And But I have seen a lot of good. So I love that this foundation is is pointing out the good. Uh, the other thing is, you know, the more you can connect Gen Z to things that are purpose-driven, peer initiatives, I think that's wonderful. And also grades. Yes, there's been a lot of talk about, oh, students are behind. Well, I'm kind of like, duh. Yes, to be expected, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What kinds of things are you doing, working on right now that you can talk about as far as on the advisory board? Yeah, absolutely. There are so many incredible initiatives that are like so, so exciting. Um, I think probably the biggest that we're working on right now is really just supporting the uh, Be Kind 365 initiative. Um, it's really coming off the tail of the Be Kind 21 initiative, which took place last year, I believe. Um, but essentially, the Be Kind 365 initiative is really the invitation for um, participants across the world to practice acts of kindness every day. Um, their website, uh, BeKind365.world, is like so, so cool. Um, and there are three main ways that people are able to um, engage in acts of kindness um, or really view the way in which um, other people are practicing kindness across the world. Um, there are three main features. Um, so Gratitude Postal Service, which is called GPS, um, which is uh, a program in which you're able to send a message of gratitude to anyone in the world, um, assuming you have their contact information, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, 
There's also the kindness generator, which um, you're able to generate random acts of kindness, a kindness for you to kind of go out into the world and practice, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then the kind connector, which in my opinion is just so, so cool. Um, essentially, you're able to see the other acts of kindness that people are practicing across the world um, on a globe. Um, and you're also able to track your own progress as far as um, the acts of kindness that you've been completing. So that's just, Love that. oh, it's so, so awesome. and so, so cool. And I remember when I, when we were first hearing about it a few, uh, a few weeks ago, um, everyone just kind of lit up, uh, everyone in the advisory, advisory board just kind of, I lit love up. that. Um, also, yeah, yeah. And, uh, also I've alluded to it a couple of times. Um, but channel kindness is a project that, um, the born this way foundation is working on. Um, specifically it's, it's really just working to create, to create a safe space for young people, um, and allow them to highlight the good that they're doing within their communities. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, and allow them or give them an opportunity to share their stories um, with the hopes of inspiring other young people to go uh, take actionable steps within their communities to help build, um, you know, a kinder and braver world. Yeah. Um, and I'd say the third thing, um, or at least the the third thing that comes to mind for me is the Be There certificate, which I think um, has the potential to be a really powerful tool um, and currently is a really powerful tool, to be frank. Um, but essentially, uh, Born This Way Foundation partnered with Jack.org, another mental health organization, um, to launch the Be There Certificate, um, which is essentially uh, a program in which individuals are able to really improve their mental health literacy um, when it comes to sort of, uh, supporting people with mental health issues. Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, research suggesting that um, individuals want to be able to support um, individuals struggling with their mental health. The challenge is they oftentimes don't know how to go about doing that. Sure. Um, so this program is a is a great kind of first step um, to allowing individuals to support those who need it most. And the course is offered in um, English, French, and Spanish, um, which is great as far as accessibility, which is frankly something that's been lacking within the mental health space for a while. Sure. And that can be found at Be There Certificate. Yeah. So I, that I was like... totally a mouthful. But, no, uh, but it yeah, was all good. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here going, wow, wow. I mean, everything is so important. I, I will say this though, you know, I'm sure you found like, let's say you're having a bad day, right? And unexpectedly you go out, you go to the store, you go uh, get something, you, you want to go buy groceries, let's say. You don't have enough money on you. Someone behind you says, I'll cover it. That's a boost, right? That's an act of kindness. And you don't, people don't realize initially like what a small gesture can do it can change the trajectory of somebody's day or their life right absolutely absolutely and um i think a lot of people um maybe who are a bit pessimistic or or aren't as aren't as excited about kindness as uh some of us are um are like oh what you know what's the real benefit of kindness anyways um you know it's what you know i'm just doing something for someone else and, and i'm receiving nothing from it but there's been like so much exciting research um yeah. about really like the literal be health benefits that can result um of course, uh, receiving an act of kindness is great, but also um, doing acts of kindness. It's it's so, so exciting. And um, it's something that I've been just like, like so, so proud to be a part of. Um, but I, I really couldn't agree more. I think uh, people, uh, I don't know w whether it's, uh, you know, something in, in today's world that's a bit different. I think kindness definitely is is underrated and goes underappreciated but i couldn't agree more as far as like gosh yeah. just think of the impact you could have on people yes. just with one small act of kindness one small it's, thing. it's really incredible 
And it's not like it costs you anything. It's, and it, and it's not like, it doesn't have to be a big deal, right? My daughter showed me something on TikTok yeah, that- today where someone made, they took uh, pipe cleaners and they made flowers. They made daisies out of pipe cleaners. And what did she do? She made it. She gave it to a friend of hers that lifted that person up. I'm like, that was the simplest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. I think. And, and, and I think sometimes that can also be a, a misconception as well. Maybe, maybe some people feel as though they have to make this huge, either um, monetary or time commitment to like an act of kindness. When in reality, like it is the, like, it, it is, I think saying it's nothing is um, nothing in the sense uh, that it, you, there's really, you don't have to put as much commitment into it as maybe some people uh, think they do is, is, is what I'm trying to you get You don't have to here. overthink. So I, I really, right. really couldn't agree more. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to dive into your backstory a little bit. You're an undergraduate. I think you're a junior, correct? I am. Yep. Okay. But you've done other things. You're co-founder of Kick It For A Cause. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Kick It For A Cause, Inc. is a charity kickball tournament turned nonprofit organization that I actually started with a good buddy of mine um, back in high school. His name's Noah Dollywall. Um, so our senior year of high school, um, he approached me. He he knew at the time that I was involved um, with suicide prevention work, and he wanted to find a way to get more involved with the community. Um, so we decided we wanted to do an intramural sports tournament. Um, we landed on kickball um, through an Instagram poll, actually. Um, and, you know, the rest is kind of history. Our first tournament in 2019 um, was a huge success considering uh, we didn't have really any expectations for how it would go. Um, and then uh, in 2020, our tournament was unfortunately canceled due to COVID, but we started a scholarship um, awarding $1,500 to two um, local students in the uh, Boston I'm from a suburb in Boston, um, in our, in our town, um, which was really, really special. Um, we still hold our kickball tournaments annually, actually our 2023 tournament was happening in about a month, um, on May 20th, which is really, really exciting. Um, to date, we've raised about $40,000 and, uh, a recent initiative is our, of ours. We partnered with a, um, smaller nonprofit, um, uh, or a local nonprofit rather, in which we were able to um, donate $10,000 um, in grants to um, essentially teams of high schoolers who develop their own mental health initiatives. Um, and that money will be used to go implement that initiative within their community. So really, really special to be able to have, you know, kind of that kind of impact um, and really allow youth um, to be able to express what they want to see within their communities as far as mental health goes, and then have the opportunity to implement that um, is really, really special. So um, kind of the main, our, our main gig is is the kickball tournament, but really trying to spread our wings as wide as we can. Um, and it's been, you know, really, really special um, along the way. Fantastic. Do you feel that your goals for the future have changed because of your involvement in uh, Born This Way Foundation, as well as what you're doing in your own life? Yeah, so I think uh, it, I've always I've known for a while to see um, I've known for a while that I've wanted to be involved within the mental health space in some capacity um, throughout my career, whether that's, um, you know, whether in the nonprofit space, obviously have experience with Kick It, but also now with the Born This Way Foundation. I've also been involved with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, the American Association of Suicidology, 
Mental Health America, a bunch of others as well. Um, but lately, I've I've really developed kind of a knack for research, um, and that's one thing I've been really really excited to pursue uh, at a deeper level. Um, specifically, right now, I'm working as a research assistant um, at the Hamilton Lab at Rutgers University, um, where we study essentially how sleep patterns and social media use impact adolescent suicidality. Um, and then I'm also a research assistant at the Calm Lab at Bates College, um, where I attend at uh, in Lewiston, Maine, where we study um, essentially, or currently we're studying how multilingual individuals process emotions and how they um, are expressing those emotions within therapeutic contexts and how having a monolingual or multilingual therapist impacts that. Um, so it's been right. a ton of fun um, being able to explore all these different avenues. I think if I had to choose right now, I'd go into research in the suicide prevention space or suicidology right. space. Um, but it's definitely changed as time has gone on. And uh, admittedly, I'm, you know, I'm only 21, so things are, are still very much up in the air. And I'm sure you've met some amazing people on this advisory board. Oh my gosh, some of the uh, the people I've met just blow me away. Um, first of all, like, everyone I've met so far is so incredibly kind and genuine. Um, I've been on a lot of different advisory boards or like advisory board adjacent um, kind of programs. Um, and a lot of times people are not as, um, uh, I don't know, maybe they aren't as they seem on social media, um, but everyone on this advisory board from um, the staff um, or those working with us um, at Born This Way Foundation or the different advisors or members of the advisory board have just been incredible um, in doing really uh, world-changing work in so many different realms. So, you know, there are a lot of us within the mental health or suicide prevention space, mm -hmm. um, but there are a lot of us focusing, focusing as well as uh, climate change or health equity, um, uh, health equity and, and healthcare, things of that sort, and, and many others as well. So um, really just the breadth of um, incredible work being done is is so, so inspiring. It's it's hard not to be inspired um, when you're in a Zoom room with so many incredible individuals like that um, sure. uh, from across the world as well. So yeah, I, I I really can't understate like how special everyone is in that group and and really the incredible work they're doing. It's it's just, it's it's incredible to be in a in a in a space with uh, so many amazing leaders. It sounds powerful because you get to meet people from all over, and you get to hear about things maybe you never, you know, thought of or you know can, issues that you didn't think about before, and you're all bouncing off ideas and collaborating and connecting in such meaningful ways. It's wonderful. Let's give out where people can find out more about the foundation. So TikTok is at BTW Foundation. Twitter's the same. Instagram is the same. And Facebook is Born This Way Foundation. I have all the information and about you on our show blog, which is otbseries.com. Uh, one last question. What advice, and maybe you've had to answer this, what advice would you give a student that's listening or anybody in Gen Z who's struggling with their mental health? Yeah, that's a great question. And it never gets easier to answer. Um, yeah, I think the one thing that, that I always have liked to keep in mind is um, whenever things get really, really difficult or, um, you know, whenever I'm going through a rough patch, I, I think it's sometimes dis disingenuous just, just to say things like, Oh, um, you know, just keep moving and stuff like that. I think a lot of times that can uh, seep into, you know, some toxic positivity. 
I think the one thing that's always helpful for me is, is just recognizing that there are so many pathways to recovery and so many pathways to treatment. Um, I think a lot of times it goes under-recognized how many treatment options are available, whether you're seeing a psychologist or a social worker or a psychiatrist where maybe you're looking to get medication, whereas like a psychologist or a social worker would be more focused on talk therapy. Um, also within medication, there are so many different medications um, that are currently available and are becoming available. Um, and sometimes a, a less professional, um, sometimes some people prefer a less professional treatment route through whether it's peer support networks um, or or other support systems offered by sometimes um, uh, mental health nonprofits or um, other mental health organizations. So just recognizing that all of those um, treatment options are valid. And sometimes it just take some experimentation as far as finding what works best for you um, and and what might suit your needs. So um, so yeah, it's it, like I said, definitely a tricky question to answer, but just recognizing that there are so many different ways to um, to help bounce back and, and help recover from whatever you might be going through. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us, Sam. This has been wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much again for having me. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Outside the Box. We're spreading knowledge and compassion through podcasts, social events, and resources. Outside the Box is committed to facilitating real conversations about real issues that people struggle with every day. I hope my movement will not only inspire you to seek the help you need, but also help you learn the importance of self-awareness, mindfulness, and self-compassion. Want to be a guest on Outside the Box? Drop us an email at info at otbseries.com. We drop a new episode every Thursday. And you can check out our socials at OTB Series. For more information, visit otbseries.com.